Hello, good people. My name is Mo Quick. This is the Mo Show. I love this podcast because I get to talk to so many different amazing people who can really help you look at your life with full perspective. We talk to relationship experts, financial experts, and people with just a ton of experience. And that's really the kind of tempo we're on right now. And when I tell you this girl has a long list of accomplishments from owning hotels to starting from the bottom to the top, and then she walks in young as H and the black woman. I said, ain't no way this is Devon Reeves. If y'all don't put the real Devon Reeves in here right now with me, how are you so accomplished but yet so young? And I feel like I haven't gotten started yet. You're kidding me. Yeah, I didn't do anything. (laughs) What? What you talking about? (laughs) Now is not the time to be humble, Miss Reeves. We're learning right now, okay? (laughs) So tell me, um, I was reading from your bio at the very least that you began in hospitality Mm -hmm. right on the very bottom. What was that click in your mind that goes, I'm not going to work here. I'm going to own this. You know what? It was when I started to be around other people who didn't look like me. So I was around people from the Indian community and they inherited hotels. So like you know how mom we, gave it to them. Yeah. Like they daddy or they aunt. Somebody left them up. Yeah. So that's what I was around. And I said, oh, so I didn't know it was possible. Like I literally worked at the Hyatt Regency Atlanta, like right down the street. You're the one that you can me. walk to. Right. And I was a front desk, and I was like, I'm going to be a general manager. I didn't know that because at the, at the time, Hyatt actually owned that hotel. So I didn't know it was possible that you could actually own it. And so once I realized it was possible, you know, me and my personality being a, a, a go-getter, uh, going straight to the top, I said, well, let's go. Wow, girl. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, let's start from the, the desk. You're checking people in. You're checking people out. And you're going through this day-to-day, um, what we call our nine-to-five. Right. How was that mindset different from the one you have now? Oh, my gosh. It's completely different, right? So I was, I didn't come from a family of entrepreneurs, okay? Did anybody? Right. <laughs> I didn't come, you know, my dad, he was a retired fireman. My mom, you know, she was in HR. My grandma was a retired nurse. Um, my aunt, she was an entrepreneur, but she died when I was younger, so I didn't understand what it meant. And my godmother, she was an entrepreneur, but again, I was too young, so I didn't understand. They didn't. They came from corporate and they got into entrepreneurship, so I didn't. I wasn't around, you know, someone who literally like built the business, you know, and mm-hmm. buying hotels and buying the blocks, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's a completely different mindset um, from being a front desk agent to a CEO or being a hotel owner. Um, so it's something that I had to. Uh, had to learn along the way and had to learn fast. <laughs> right. Because how do you just wake up? You can't just wake up one morning. Right. No. It's yeah. like a series of steps. It's a series of steps. Um, well, when I started out being a hotel owner, it wasn't to create the platform that I have now. It was just more so I just wanted to to be the top. Like I wanted to be the best. Right. And so to be the top is owning a hotel. I didn't know it was going to come with all the other stuff. I didn't know how you get there. Like, I literally went to the CEO of Hyatt. I was like, hey, I want to buy a hotel. How did I do it? How do I do it? This is when I was working at the Hyatt. I was like, how do I do it? You're kidding. How do you just walk into the office? Is it just somewhere where you could access? Well, he was the CEO at the Hyatt at the time. He was there at the the Hyatt for an event. And nobody, I mean, he was there. I see an opportunity, so I'm going to take it. Nobody wanted to talk to him. Nobody wanted to talk to him. Oh, he's so fancy. He's so important. I can't. Hey, I said he put his shoes on just like I do. I said, I'm going to walk up wow. and talk to him. Wow, girl. Now yeah. I'm scared of you. Now I don't want to talk to you. Don't look at me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look at the balls on you. 
I guess so. <laughs> so his advice to you, what did he say? Well, there wasn't a path. Like he was like, oh my gosh. He was like, oh, okay. So he started connecting me with other people and it really wasn't a You're path. Kidding. It's not a it's really wasn't a path for employees or to become a hotel owner. It's more so, you know, you either family and you figure it out and you bring your family in you work from it but there wasn't like you know how we have youtube university now where Girl. you know i have my courses i'm and learning books. how to make tea bags you see what i'm saying <laughs> so it wasn't that back then it wasn't like you could buy it wasn't like a roadmap like a check by like a checklist mm-hmm. you know like buying a house it wasn't it wasn't like that and so it wasn't so i had to create my own path so i took a uh nine once i realized there wasn't the only thing they had was it's called um it's called, um, oh my goodness, what it's called. It's called a, oh my gosh, you're slipping me. It's a, it's a rota- it's a management training program. Oh. So, but they train you to become a general manager. They don't train you to become a hotel owner. So that was the closest thing that they had. Funny. Yep. And I was like, eh, I don't want to do that. And, and so, at this time you were still at the desk. I was still at the desk. I got promoted. I was like rooms control. So it's like a supervisory position. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like training people. So I was training people. They would fly me around different hotels to train people. So that was cool and different, but still behind the desk. I was training people to be behind the desk. Mm-hmm. But still, you know, but I knew that I wanted to be a hotel owner. And you guys, she's pointing to her head right now as to put your mind in it, right? Oh, yeah. You got, and I, one thing I've realized about myself that I didn't know once I'm focused, and I want it is happening. Wow. Like it's not it's it's a done deal. Wow. Yeah, nobody can tell me no. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So he's talking to you. Yeah. He's telling you that you have got to talk to this person yeah. or what was the wiggle room? I mean, you have to have billions of dollars, right? To own no, a hotel. No, you actually don't have to have billions of dollars. And 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 what they didn't so once I couldn't get the answers that I needed from them, I had to create my own path. So an opportunity came for a non paid internship. Uh, to work for a consulting firm. And then the consulting firm, what did they do? They consulted hotel owners. Hilarious. I said, there you go. Did you seek it out? How did that come to you? So one of my friends who actually worked at the Hyatt, who I trained, uh-huh. she uh, she worked there while she was in school and she was on maternity leave. And she came back and said, hey, Davon, I think you may be interested in this position. You must have been telling people that you was going to own it. You know what? Actually, I didn't. You're kidding. So once I've learned this, I've learned this recently. Once you put something out there in the atmosphere, once you put something out in the universe, you speak it. Like you literally just say it. The universe and God, they just start putting things in your lap. Right. I'm I'm so happy you used the G word because people think the universe is just a ball of something. No, it's God. I mean, I believe in God. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, I mean, I do. I because that's such a high God. power. Yeah, right? I, feel like, I feel like I'm very favored. Sometimes I get chills just thinking it, you know. But um, but I realized, and I didn't realize at the time, I was just, I was just so focused. Once you put it out there in the atmosphere, I said I wanted to own a hotel. All these things start coming to me. Wow. And so what happened was I was trying to get a, a job and the transactional side of hotels, meaning becoming a hotel broker or analyst, things that will get me closer, and they wouldn't give it to me because I didn't have the background. I didn't go to school for real estate. Oh, I Lordy. I didn't that, major that thing. Right. And so that non-paid internship came about, and I was like, I'm taking it. Period. And you know they didn't give it to me my first try? Non-paid? Girl, what, what do I have? Y'all girl, not giving me no down. money. I done got turned down for a non-paid internship. Girl, if that <laughs> ain't a slap in the face. <laughs> How dare y'all say I ain't qualified not to get paid? Girl, <laughs> I'm very persistent. <laughs> I told you, I don't understand what no means. I'm like, I don't know what that means. So I went to, I sent the the owner of the company an email 
uh, we inter- he didn't he wouldn't even schedule me for an interview. Emailed the analyst. I called. Then I started showing up at events. That you are at. lying. <laughs> he was like, they <laughs> It was I was <laughs> stalking. Is that the word you're That's trying to use? <laughs> That's what he says. If he tells a story, he's like, this girl is crazy. But it was like it wasn't in a. It wasn't in. A, oh, it wasn't in a. Uh, in a weird way. It was more so I knew he was going to be, be at this event. And I'm going to see you and you're going to see me. Right. Period. So it was so funny. I've so, got internships just like that. There you go. <laughs> so we were at this event and I knew he was going to be there. And we were at the table. Like we were at the same table. Mm-hmm. And so my boss was just, he didn't know I was applying for an internship, but he was just raving about me. He was just like, oh, you got to know Devon. She's amazing. Blah, 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 blah. Wow. So then that's what did it. And I was like, he's like, okay, Devon. I was like. He knew you by name. Well, I kept emailing him. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I really want to at least let me interview. So finally he, finally, we finally did the interview. And he was like, you weren't going to take no, were you? I said, no, I wasn't. <laughs> and the reason why he didn't want to give me the position because I graduated from college already. So he didn't understand why somebody would take a non-paid internship if they already have a job. And and I don't know if he knows this, but it's actually illegal to not pay somebody for a job they're doing. So they have to be able to receive school credit if you're not going to give them money. Oh. Like, you could sue them for that. Oh, well, I won't. I, I no, 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 no. But I, I don't know if he knew that, but that's a legality to have you there without being in school. Oh, well, I won't say the name of the company. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Oh, oh, wow. I, didn't I don't even know if he knew that. I didn't even care. <laughs> I got experience. I wouldn't. I didn't care. So I needed experience. So I was Period. like, I don't have to get paid. So I worked there in the morning and then I worked to pay my bills. I worked at the um, the Hyatt at night. So I did wow. that for about three months. You don't have no kids? At that time, I didn't have any kids. I do now. I have a three-year-old. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't have been able to do that. Girl. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to That's a lot. I was 23. When I was doing that. That's good. That's the struggle age. You're supposed oh, to be yeah, I was struggling. struggling there. Yeah, I was struggling. And so, um, yes, yeah, so I worked there in the morning, worked there at night, and then after about three months. So this is my introduction to hotel ownership because the clients were hotel owners. And so I'm understanding the process, how to raise capital, the financing structure, you know, working with clients who own thousands of acres of land. Oh, my. And they're like, we want to put a hotel on it. Wow. So I'm seeing legacy at a different level. Girl. Like they're doing master plan developments that they're leaving to their children and grandchildren and mm. great grandchildren that they'll never meet. So these are the type of people that I was being introduced to. So of course my mind is like changing, right? And of course I was the only black person. Of course I was the In youngest. The whole staff. Oh my gosh, yes. All the time. Man and or woman? Yeah, nah, yeah, I was only black. Wow. I mean, it was become it was the normal. Like it wasn't, man. So I was the only And black. with all this personality you have? <laughs> oh, you know, there was something. They were like, oh, my gosh, Devon, you just bring so much sunshine. I still have the same personality. Still the same way. Because we're such a flavorful people. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're so, there you go. You're so, you're just something else, Devon. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you're just so colorful. Don't you love how they try to describe us? <laughs> you're so colorful. And so... So, yeah, I was the only black, the only wow. woman, or the youngest. And a lot of times I was all three. So, I mean, it was become – the first it was like, wow, because at the Hyatt, it was it was a lot of black people who worked there. Mm-hmm. Um, even in senior positions, a lot of black people worked there. But going into the corporate or going into the transactional side or the ownership side, is not a lot of black people. Mm. So that was a 
that was a, a shift. Like and that it's was, here in Atlanta. Yeah, it was here in Atlanta. I mean, this is just nationally, just on the hotel owners. Like when I go to conferences, it's more and more black people now. But okay. like ten years ago, when I was like really going to conferences and stuff, I'm as an attendee now. Yeah, with that many black people, wow. like we would be doing this. Would be <laughs> me and you, <laughs> like a family. You'd be like, "What's up?" We still do it now. It's just a little bit more people at the family, you know. <laughs> that is so interesting. Yeah. So, did you? Oh, you said you were a GM. So you did? No, no, I wasn't a GM. I never made it a GM. I wanted to be a GM. Okay, but I never made it. So you went from desk to owner. Yeah, actually, desk supervisor. Yeah, consultant for supervising. Yeah, I never. Yeah, to owner. Yeah, that my path probably is usually you become a general manager and then you become like an owner or something like that, or you become a consultant then an owner. Not yeah. from not my not my path. Wow, and that's honestly with pretty much anything. You know, it's not very often that you're starting on the ground level and skipping so many other levels. Yeah, I skipped a lot of levels. A lot. Yeah, a lot of levels. (laughs) Wow, that's super dope. So tell me about... That's why a lot of people didn't take me seriously as a consultant, but then once they... So in those meetings that I was in, when I was the youngest, the black, not, you know, I was like a sponge and nobody was paying attention to me. And so now they see I was paying attention to them. (laughs) You ain't got to talk to me. I'm listening. I'm listening. I love that. So let's talk about that very first journey for you getting your very first hotel from, like you said, the capital, getting that money, Yeah. Um, even having a bank take you seriously. Yeah. And did yeah. you go through banks or an investment group? Well, what I partnered with Nassau Investments. So I partnered with Nassau Investments. So shout out to Mike Ely. He, they're based out of Cincinnati. Uh, so that deal was People ask me a lot, how did you get El Reno? For one, I didn't know where El Reno was. I had to Google it once the deal came across the desk. But we partnered with Nassau. That was more of a relationship base. That was an off-market deal. So how it was structured, it wasn't as complicated as other deals. It wasn't the traditional financing. Mm. Yeah. So okay. that was... um. That was a that was a good deal. Good deal to be the first deal. How about that? Did you bring it to them? No, they brought it to me. You're kidding. Yeah. I put it see, girl, I put wow. it out there in the universe. So my grandmother died in January 2020. This is for like pre-COVID stuff. And I felt so bad because I kept saying I was going I was gonna check my grandma in my hotel. I never oh, did. And God, you know, that made me start crying. I'm the most emotional person you'll ever meet. Girl, but see, my grandma, she was one of them. Oh, I ain't. You ain't get your hotel yet. I guess. I guess I ain't gonna ever check no, in. No, why are all of our moms and grandmoms I, just like? I guess that? I. Ain't. And so I heard her voice saying that after she but died. It's sort of encouraging, though, isn't it? I was like, I, I mean, I literally was crying. I was like, wow. what can I do for my grandma? Wow, to celebrate her and to honor her. And I was like, I'm going to buy a hotel by her birthday. Her birthday, February 6th. Same um, same date as my uh, business partner on the deal, Jessica Myers. Her birthday is February 6th. We went to Georgia State together. Oh, look at that. Yeah, we went to Georgia State together. And so I called her one day. I said, girl, we're going to buy a hotel by February 6th, 2021. She was like, oh, okay. She was like, girl, this girl crazy. And Had so, you ever talked to her about it before yeah, that? Moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked. We were looking at deals and looking at other things, multifamily and hotels. But it was something about this. I was just like dead, dead serious. Mm. And I was like, you know, we're gonna buy a hotel by February six, two thousand twenty-one. She was like, okay, whatever. Girl, that deal came. El Reno came in September, two thousand twenty. We closed on it November two thousand twenty. 
where was it? What state? It, El Reno, Oklahoma. Oh, El Reno. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know what El Reno is, girl. You're going to have to elaborate. I ain't know where these <laughs> it's, it's, it's 40 minutes outside of Oklahoma City. Wow. Yep. See what happens when you put stuff in the atmosphere? Wow. Were you afraid to go somewhere like Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. Did you know the market? Well, I had to learn the market. Yeah, really? so so my I felt like uh, everything that I went through prepared me for that moment, right? So my background in consulting and asset management, you know, that corporate internship, you know, it led me to another job in Boston, which I was there for two years. And so that taught me about managing hotels across the country. I lived in Boston, but I had mm. assets all over the country, right? And so that taught me the systems that I need to put in place, mm. how to identify deals, how to put together teams, how to structure deals, which helped me with that deal, right? Wow. How to understand management agreements and contracts, um, things that you need to do to close on a hotel. And that prepared me for El Reno, so I'm able to look at any asset outside of Atlanta because I've had I have that experience of putting systems and teams in place to manage the asset. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, that is so dope. Yeah. Sometimes when we think we're just doing something, we have no idea. I didn't know it was preparing. I had no idea. I'm telling you, I just ten years ago I would I was just hey I just wanted to buy a hotel. I didn't know what that meant. I was like I'm just gonna buy a hotel. <laughs> I ain't know what I what you gonna do with it. I don't know. <laughs> How you gonna do it? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> ain't got no money. Hey, I don't know. Either. And there's so many people who turned me down that I wanted to partner with because I was just trying to get on a deal, and they wouldn't let me. They wouldn't let me. Uh, because they got to have confidence in you. You know, sometimes either people believe in you or they know your experience will lead them to a goal. And they just didn't. Um, it was people who I knew. The people who I and Mike from Nassau Investments. The first time I met him in person was in 2021, and we closed on a deal together in 2020. I ain't never met him in person. Everything- How you know he wasn't a drug dealer? Oh, yeah. Well, his, his, <laughs> his so his business partner. So what? My business partner too. Well, one of the one of the members of the ownership group. He actually was a former drug dealer. Now that I think about it. <laughs> Yeah, not since you said that. Mike wasn't. You know how Nate we was. do. We're going to clean up some money. <laughs> yeah, so Nate, so Nate, he he's a former drug dealer, but he not. Changed he, his life around. He changed, oh, yeah. That's come a, on. Yeah. Come oh, yeah, on. He done changed his life around. <laughs> yeah, so. And he'll tell you his story, girl. He, done, he ain't ashamed to tell it. Trust so, yeah. and believe. I know no plenty here in Atlanta. You know how many business owners former drug dealers there are. You know what? They're the best businessmen. Because they already was running a business. They was running a business. In the grittiest of situations. Them the best. I've learned that. You don't got to tell me. Them the best ones. I be picking (laughs) their brain. I be like, what's up? (laughs) You know what I mean? Because they know how to run a business. Period. And they speak your language. Mm -hmm. And you know what I love about... um, I just had this conversation on the show the other day. Um, One of the girls... Not one of the girls, girl, Candace Owens. <laughs> Candace Owens was saying some things about how the new feminism movement is really making the male obsolete, you know, taking the men out of the home, making us feel like we don't need them, this and this. And a lot oh, of I people. Need a man, shoot. I... <laughs> a side note. A lot of us is looking for them. Right. But, um, and, and and a whole nother movement always tries to say that, you know, the black woman is getting so strong to the point where she doesn't need a black man. We're making them be little blah, blah. But a lot of the black men that I know, when they get their power, when they get their glory, they then take it to empower us. You know, they know that we speak better. We go into places people are less um, afraid of us. You and know. we understand them. And we're going to do well with what you give us. We're- 
black one thing one thing I can say about black women. We, I mean, we did. I can't say good radio, but we the ish. I right? knew you were going for the S word. I felt it. I mean, but it's just. <laughs> I mean, just. I mean, just think about it. This world was built on us, right? Like literally built on our backs. Like we out of our wounds. We we breastfed this country. Okay. <laughs> like literally, literally our bodies. Literally our bodies. <laughs> and 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 I don't think sometimes we are appreciated as much as we should be. Um, I will disagree with Miss. I don't even want to say her name. Don't don't even give her the glory. No, I ain't about to give her the glory, child. <laughs> now, I think sometimes it is. I think sometimes people think as black women, oh, we're too powerful, and people even make those assumptions about me. Oh, well, you know, she's not gonna want to make. Okay, I wasn't raised that way. It's just that sometimes we don't have a choice, right? Ooh, sis. So, Start from the bottom to the top. So we, I mean, we don't have a choice. Like, so it's just me and my son. He gotta eat. You know what I mean? So I'm going to make sure he eat. I got to eat. I'm hungry. I'm hu- I like food. <laughs> okay? I love food. And my son, he love food too. <laughs> and we like good food. We like good food. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so we have to, I have to provide. Now, if I if I had somebody in the household and they went, that's fine too. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not one of those women who there, now there are some women, but I feel when you go deeper, they're experiencing some type of trauma. They're experiencing some type of letdown where they depended on somebody and they didn't they didn't get the, the assistance that they needed. Absolutely. Right. So I've you know, I've been in situations where I needed people and they weren't there. And I'm not the type of person. I can't be waiting around you. I'm just going to do it. Mm. So I think with women, we're just so used to doing it and figuring it out that some I can't speak for all, but I know some women, they're OK with taking some help. They're OK with the right person if they're leading them and they're taking charge. And some men, some men, they say they can handle it. Mm. But some men, you know, they don't want a a, 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 a woman that's too powerful than them, right? I, I'm not going to say some. Most men do not want a woman that's, I'm, you say two, I'm going to use the word more, mm-hmm. you know, because I was even doing this thing for um, Tyler Perry's The Oval on BET. They mm-hmm. had just started their season, and um, I was a part of their campaign yeah. where they had um, me answer questions. As a powerful woman, what is one thing I believe that all powerful women share? And I say finding that balance, you know, mm-hmm. being so powerful in our work environment, but then going home and then not diminishing our power, but, like, taking that flame out just a little bit. I'm okay with gender roles. Some people, they don't believe in it. I'm okay with that because it helps out with the balance. Like, I'm constantly leading, right? I'm constantly having to prove myself. I'm constantly have to, you're looking at me as a black woman. You're looking at me as a woman. You're looking at me as young. So I have to be... I have to be. Yes. I have to go. Like I have to go hard. <laughs> yes. Don't fight nobody. I see you. You see what I'm saying? But that's what I have to do. Like you're not understanding me. You're not listening to me. So now I have to pr- constantly prove a point. I don't yeah. want to do that when I go home. Mm-mm. You know what? I just. But sometimes we're already in that mode by the time we get home. Hey, I can switch it off if it's somebody to come home to. <laughs> <laughs> Is he home yet? Hey, I switch right on off. What you need? What kind of? I ain't gonna cook it, but I make sure you fed. <laughs> Coming from a world that you know a whole lot about is so many of us who wake up, go to a job, go to sleep, wake back up, go to a job. Sometimes we're in our 40s, our 50s. Sometimes we didn't make it out. Now we have kids and we're teaching them how to start that whole cycle back over again. 
So how do you get something when you have nothing? A lot of people don't. So it's a lot of different ways that you can get access to that. A lot of people don't realize that you can use your retirement, self-directed IRAs, savings, uh, cash value in your life insurance. Of course, work with a financial advisor. Um, you know, friend, going old school, friends and family. You know, a lot of people think just because you have a flashy car, you have money. The majority of my investors, they're not flashy. They're really low key. And all of them work nine to five and they cut, they be cutting some big checks. To invest. You are kidding. Yeah. The, and the people who I would think that would invest is crickets. So I don't look You're at kidding. Oh yeah, my perception of money has changed since I got into this space. The Black pe- people are so hilarious to me. How be Brian Louis Batals but can't invest in a hotel business? That's what I'd be saying. They'd be like, girl. <laughs> wow. Be, yeah, that's what I that's what I've realized during my journey. I'd be like, oh, especially this Instagram world. I'd be like, oh, okay. But if you are looking at overhead costs and you're looking up startup costs, you just told me that you need to have at least six figures. Yeah, um, upfront costs. To cover like appraisals, to cover application fees, to cover if you have to put a deposit down. So I would say at least six figures. Okay. And then when it comes down to about how much you're looking at, when it does come to that real estate, you used a ballpark number of $5 million. Yeah, I just say, I mean, you can, I've seen hotels for $2 million. I've seen hotels for a million. So typically you'll need about 20 to 30% down. So, so that's starting at about a million. Yeah. Anything yeah. cheaper? You ever seen a $250,000 hotel? That was going up for like auction. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, again, it's real estate. So let's say if 250000 that that's how much left on the loan and they about to go into default. Yeah, I've seen it. Wow. Okay. But that's shooting for the moon. Yeah. I mean, that's just hard. I mean, that's just hard to find, right? You just got to do your due diligence, do the work and look. I mean, I know somebody that's about to buy a hotel for $1.2 million. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's on the low end. That's on the very low end. I mean, my okay, so I'll give you some numbers. So the hotels we purchased in um, Oklahoma, that was $8.3 million. And then a hotel portfolio that we purchased in Indiana that was about eighteen million. Wow, sis. Yeah. Wow. That that's a big one or a small. Those are small. That's on the smaller side. And what's small? How many rooms? So the El Reno was eighty five rooms. The State Bridge that's one hundred and forty five rooms. That's a, Indianapolis Fisher. That's a little larger. And then the Hampton Inn and Suites in um, uh, Scottsburg. That's about eighty six. And I'm so happy you brought up the names because that will be considered a franchise, right? Those are franchise. And yep. do you have to pay separately for the building and then the franchise? Uh, n- well, it's a part of the loan package. So how is is line item is separated? But you're so when you're buying into a hotel, you're buying into the the real estate and you're buying into the business. That's why some people they like that they like hotels because more of a sexy asset because you're buying two you're buying the real estate and the business because mm. some people what they'll do they'll buy the hotel for the real estate and they'll do something else with it like they'll change the if it can be zoned they'll change it to apartments senior living mm. you know student housing yeah yeah, yeah. like the I've like it, it was this Baymont around the and corner now it's GSU yeah now it's GSU you yep. see what I'm saying I've seen it yeah I've seen it oh wow that's super dope yeah. so you said you do courses I do how courses. can we find that out. Yeah, go to uh, my website, thevongroup.com. Okay. And I also have a book uh, for the folks who just want to learn, just understanding the basics, um, how to buy a ho- how to buy a hotel. So you go to my website, thevongroup.com. How many hotels do you have? Three. Wow. Yep, and I just launched. Give me a high five. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Good job, sis. Thank you. And uh, um, the, I guess the reason I'm so humble, because I'm around so many people who have, like, 
hundreds of hotels. So that's why I be like, people like, I just got three. a lot. And I'm like, I just got three. Like, it ain't that big. You big with you. I mean, my eyes. But, um, and then also when I was in Boston, my portfolio was like a billion dollars. So that's why I was like. I'm sorry, can I whistle again? <gasps> <laughs> what? Yeah. So, and then, and so I actually, I just launched a crowdfunding platform. It's called Vester. So wow. for people who want to invest, so let's say you want to invest in a hotel or any other commercial real estate, you and can stop buying Louis Vuitton. Yeah, you can take that <laughs> and invest in a hotel, right? And so it's v e s t e r r dot com, and I created that that platform because not only throughout my process, right, raising capital, but I've realized that a lot of people they wanted to buy a hotel, but they didn't have access to capital. They didn't know where to go to raise capital. Yes, and then I was also coming across people. Who wanted to invest in a hotel, but they didn't know where to go. Like wow. it, they just didn't know where to go because we don't really have that many resources. Exactly, who's, who's buying hotels? Nobody in our community is just nobody thinks about. It. Like nobody now, the conversation is different. I'm walking into a hotel and I can actually buy it or invest in it. Right? Wow. So the convers I'm I'm glad that. I've created a platform where I'm changing mindsets. Again, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I was not thinking that way. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to give you my little bitty hotel and I'm going to be happy and, and I know anything else from it. I'm okay. telling everybody I'm going to buy a hotel. They're like, what you going to do? You ain't got no money. I don't know. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Girl, not only did God help you, but obviously he's put it in you to help yeah. others. Yeah. It's been it's been very, uh, very fortunate. I will say I'm definitely favored. Um, it, this keeps me going. Um, when I see uh, uh, young people saying now they want to buy a hotel, they want to invest in a hotel after they, you know, go with their family or something wow. like that and, and family reunions. And now people are like, hey, maybe we can buy a hotel and host our own family. Like, you know who's I mean? thinking like that? Let's go, you so guys. I love it when people are having those <laughs> conversations and they having those conversations at the dinner table. So it's it's a it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I love it. I can't wait. You know, three. I have some folks who who uh, they are under contract under a, a hotel. Wow. Um, I had know a couple people, they've signed franchise agreements with Choice. Wow. So it's been a beautiful, beautiful, I've created to date probably over 60 investors. What? Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. So you said Vester. How do we <laughs> how do we invest our little pittance? So now you go to Vester.com, V-E-S-T-E-R-R.com. Shout out to Vester. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I yep. love it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Devon, you are just glowing, sis. Thank you. And you're from Atlanta, right? Yep. I was actually raised in Clayton County. So Let's you, go Clay you, you you know, you know we got a disclaimer now, so I'm around to put the song out. <laughs> because I don't want to claim it and then someone call me out. Okay, shout out. I went to Jonesboro High School, class of 05. Went to Georgia State University. Went to Point South Middle School. So I'm straight Clayco. Let's go. Straight Clayco. Let's go. Point South Middle School and elementary school. I came, I actually, so I was born in Philadelphia and I came down here when I was eight. My mom went to Clark to get her master's and so we oh, just stayed. Really? So we just stayed. Somebody I didn't have a choice. So we just stayed. <laughs> and then once, uh, and then, you know, I took advantage of whole Georgia State. So Georgia State is definitely, so shout out to Georgia State. I, y'all wouldn't know who Davon was if I probably would have went to a different school. Come on. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay, so um, we're going to follow you right now. What's your social? At Davon Reeves. So D-A-V-O-N-N-E-R-E-A-V as a Victor E-S. So, yes, follow me on social media. Can't wait to connect with you all. Okay, listen, we changing mindsets out here. And, of course, you got to listen to the next episode. This is the Mo Show.